This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because when I want my spicy shrimp pad thai, I want it on time. Because, baby, there's no time like the present, especially when it's pad thai related. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. On time, pad thai, baby. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at $9.99 each month, starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimums apply. Leicester Till I Die TV. Watch and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your podcast platform. Oh, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes. Back of the net. It didn't happen in 49, 61, 63 or 69 when they reached the final. But the class of 2021 have delivered. Leicester City are FA Cup winners at last and are history makers at Wembley. A modern day football miracle. They have blown their rivals away. They have blown us all away in truth. Premier League champions 2016, the amazing Leicester City! Till I Die TV, your first choice for 
everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. And now, here's your host. All right, Chris. All right there. Welcome back. How the devil are you all? Welcome along. I'm looking a bit dark there, aren't I? A little bit of the white shirts deflecting the light. Um, welcome back to the Sloppy Seconds for Monday night. Uh, hello to Scott. How are you? The mention of Sloppy Seconds and Scott pops in. What can I say? And I couldn't ask for two nicer people to be having Sloppy Seconds with. <laughs> so for our special pilot edition of the European Football Review, first of all, let's bring him in. You've seen him before. He's a big, big, big Liverpool fan, and that is Doug. Good evening, sir. How the devil are you? Good evening, and happy six-year anniversary of you guys winning the league. Yes, I didn't like to, you know, keep keep, keep it a bit quiet. You may not have sort of noticed anything in the intro there, anything like that. But uh, <laughs> uh, never, never been a better on this day, I'll tell you. Never has. <laughs> yeah, or, or it could be, or it could be happy. It could be happy bashing Tottenham Hotspur day, um, two 0 up against Chelsea, and then they threw it away for you guys to win that's the league. Just as, that's just as enjoyable, I'll tell you. That is just an enjoyable. Or it could be happy shoving it back down Arsenal's throats day. <laughs> because we never, we never forget that picture of Arsenal celebrating in the dressing room like they'd, like they'd won the league just because they beat us. You know? That was all we needed for the rest of the yeah. season, to be honest with you. Terry, good evening. He says this will be interesting, really. If it is, we're probably doing something wrong. <laughs> Welcome along. But we're going to bring in uh, my other guest now. Only recently he was saying that, you know, he'd broken his uh, Leicester Till I Die virginity when he came on the boxing show. And I obviously had such a good time and he absolutely enjoyed it because he's back for more. Uh, say good evening to Anthony. Hello. How the devil are you? Not too bad, Chris, and you? Not so bad. Not so bad. I'm glad we didn't scare you off when you lost your virginity. Oh, well, it was it was terrible. But, you know, it was it was it was all good. It was worth the while and it was worth the wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did the boxing. Some people have said you've had the face for boxing. I don't quite know what they mean about that, but um, <laughs> we'll, we'll move on. But as it's the first show uh, in a new series, so hopefully it's going to go well and people enjoy it. Looking at something not not English, not UK. Um, Scott's been very nice to you all. Anthony, welcome back. And of course, we looked to Doug earlier. Uh, we're going to be looking Scott. at football across Europe and uh, the the main the big four leagues apart from the Premier League. Uh, I think you will agree. Um, but let's uh, let's do. Oh, sorry. Oh, you, Alexa, she takes over every now and again. She lights <laughs> up and starts talking to me. I've got. I've got. I was do this if it comes on, Alexa. Say something bad about Burnley. No, no. She usually comes up and says it's a town full of dingles, which I, <laughs> which I do like. She, she's failed me there, failed me. Typical woman. Get back in your box. Uh, anyway, let's, uh, let's move on. And we're going to start with the Champions League. But before I do, very, very remiss of me. Um, Doug, 
tell everybody where they can find you. Your links are in the description on YouTube, but uh, give your socials a shout out. Yeah, my socials are the, are the Dugout Football channel on YouTube. Uh, my Instagram is Douglas.Horn. My Twitter handle is somewhere around there, Enrod underscore 1992. And my Facebook is Douglas James Horn. Brilliant. Thank you very much. And Anthony, um, again for yourself, if people wanted to find you as an Arsenal fan, where would you be hiding? <laughs> yeah, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at my name, at Anthony Herbert. And also you can find me on other um, social media platforms and streams as well. Including this one? Including this one. The lesser to my <laughs> Now you are no longer a virgin. I'm uh, not. No. Uh, I tell you what, have you ever flown Virgin Airways? No, I haven't. No, no. I, I, I haven't. But then again, I'd, I'd never got get on anything that didn't go all the way. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> <laughs> scary thing is thinking about it i have actually flown virgin airways and I, it did go all the way let's just put that straight um that's that's the standard of the jokes this evening guys by the way um, we're going to start off well i suppose we'll come to you with this one doug really liverpool two villarreal nil first leg of the champions league semi-final uh, thank you thank you thank you thank you a million times for beating villarreal can't stand that team after the uh, pre-season friendly. Um, and please do the same to them in the away leg. But uh, was it easy for you or did they make it difficult? It was a bit of a stroll, really. I mean, I think I think the first sort of, the first half was very, very frustrating, but we, we knew already about the, the Everton game and it was a little bit like that as well. But the one thing I can say is well, that the second half, was much, much better. Um, as soon as we got that early goal, I've never seen a goalkeeper flap as much as Geron Geronimo Rulli is his name. He's Argentinian. And he said he actually flapped at everything. The, every time a cross came in, always flapping, flapping, flapping. Virgil van Dijk had a shot, I think, of about 35 yards out. And it, he doesn't even... like He saves it, but... The thing is, he, he just he's like flaps it away for a corner, yeah. As well, but yeah. uh, second, you know, once we get the first goal, I mean, if you haven't seen the own goal, uh, the goalkeeper's position is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, the second goal is lovely play from Salah, plays into Mane, makes the two 0 My only concern is that we haven't scored more than more than the two 0 but uh, they did not give us a single. Sh I don't think they. I think they had maybe one shot on goal. I think it was offside. Mm -hmm. Offside as well, but um, we they didn't really threaten us. And if I'm being honest, I can't see them scoring more than one. So I yeah. think if we score early, I think the tie will be done. Good. Uh, hello to Helen. Thanks very much for popping along. What did you say the goalkeeper was called? Geronimo Rulli. You see, that's the thing. You see, maybe he was scared that the seventh cavalry were going to come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When I said when I said that the jokes were going to be that bad, you didn't think they could get any worse, did you? I mean, uh, uh. Has to be. Has to be. <laughs> My apologies. Uh, I do hope you can do that. Anthony, I know you haven't got a horse in, in this race this season, but uh, oh, oh. Uh, let me, I'll bring you back. That was very remiss of me. I do apologise, pressing the wrong button. But looking at the other tie, I mean, Manchester City... I mean, I know they're playing Real Madrid, um, but 
they should have put this to bed. Should they hadn't they had the chances, didn't they? I mean, well, they, they had four chances, but they they letting they let Real Madrid back into the game. Yeah, they let them back in the game. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, you've got to say what a game this was. Mm. In all fairness, you know, it was a fantastic game. I mean, the scoreline just proves it there. I think if I was a Man City fan, um, with Real Madrid getting the third goal, is a possibility that it could change the tie in the second leg. But, you know, I mean, they, they've come here, obviously, Man City wanted to win. They've got the win under their belt. The good news is, is that there's no away goals in these games, look. So, yeah. you know, that's 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 the good um, thing about it. But, I mean, to be honest with you, they're going to have to... Um, I think that the Man City's defence is going to... They're going to have to shape up a little bit and stop um, creating some of these gaps. Because I noticed that, um, in the first goal and the, the last goal, there was a, it was a bit too gappy in the defence. And obviously that was why um, Real Madrid ended up scoring their third goal, basically. But in all fairness, they've got up on that defence mark. I mean, they're fine going forward, attacking and scoring goals, as we know. But, I mean, they've, they've, they've really got to work um, work hard at this. I mean, obviously being away and being at Real Madrid's, uh, mm. you know, obviously at their ground. So, but yeah, I mean, fair shout to Man City winning the game. Um, but... That's what they got to do. But we all know what Pep's going to be like. You know, he's obviously obviously going to talk to his players before and half time um, during the game. So hopefully they come out winners, uh, Man City, because in, in this Champions League, I mean, the way I was looking, it looks like it's going to be a good old uh, English final. And um, that, that's what I like in a final. It so, would be good. It would be good. Doug, yeah. we saw what um, Real could do uh, against Chelsea. So, yeah. you know, it's not it's not a foregone conclusion, this, is it? No, absolutely not. It's not beyond the realms of impossibility. And I think Vinicius Jr. Uh, was very, very good the other night. Um, and uh, Karen Benza must be the coolest, coolest person inside the Etihad by scoring a Penenka penalty. I mean, that takes some guts. I think he's. I think he missed his last two or three penalties as well um, in like La Liga. So the fact for him to do a, a Penenka was was fantastic. But I do agree. I think Manchester City should have had this wrapped up uh, about yeah. five, maybe six, three, seven, three. It was so end to end, and I think we might get a little bit of the same on. Um, I think we might get a little bit of the same on Wednesday. I'm actually looking yeah. really looking forward to this uh, second leg. Yeah. Uh, hi to Nippon. Welcome along. I come, I'll ask you both the same question that Anthony brought up. I'll start with Anthony. It's a good thing. That, and I never liked away goals. And, and you're talking, you know, I'm talking as a fan that got into a final once on the away goals rule. But it was always a bit of a joke, wasn't it? Yeah, it is always a joke. I mean, I can remember, obviously... Okay, going back, you know, when it was the um, it was called the Coca Cola Cup back then as an Arsenal fan, and um, we had uh, Aston Villa, and it was 2 2 in the first leg with Villa getting the away to the away goals, and then in the second game, drawing 0 0. But yeah. technically, you, you you think of it, you've you've you haven't lost a game at all, you've got you um, teams were going out basically, in my opinion, on a stupid away goal um, rule, so it's I'm glad they scrapped it, you know, and um, it's, 
I reckon it just makes the game much better, makes the game more entertaining. If listen, if you've got extra time in penalties, I know it is the dreadful penalty shootout, and is, especially if it's one of your football teams that you know you support and you're watching, um, you don't like you don't like that. But I mean, if that's the only chance for them to go on and win the game, then then so be it. But yeah, I'm I'm glad that they scrapped this one. Do you agree, Doug? Yeah, I think it's actually made the games more interesting as well. Um, you know, I think I think that the away goal rule was there to, you know, help. Look, I'll be honest, Liverpool benefited from the away goals uh, and obviously the, the benefit from losing on the away goals as well. So I was, I was very critical at the start, but actually when you actually look at it as well, I think the games have been more exciting knowing that there's not been uh, no away goals. Mm. Um and I do think as well, you, you look at like you look at like results like Villarreal beating Bayern Munich, like that. Nobody expected that. Um you saw yeah. I think uh, Salzburg drawing with Bayern Munich one one and then obviously getting smashed seven seven one in the uh, the return yeah. leg. But it does make it does make the ties a lot more interesting um as well. And I I honestly think that the, the Real Madrid Manchester City game will be no no exception on Wednesday. Yeah. Helen uh, is asking, is that an away shirt for Leicester? Um, yeah, as I've said there, it is. It's um, smashing the 80s retro. But, you know, I'm just a smooth-dressed guy. What can I say? You know, yeah, probably not. Uh, and welcome back to um, Rene as well. How the devil are you? Welcome back. Uh, Nippon's just put some... Uh, Score predictions in here. It's going one-one between Villarreal and Liverpool. Which would that make it not? Will that not make it? I will make it one-two though. Will it? No, we'll make Villarreal it one, one, Liverpool one. It'd make it. Wouldn't it surely one-three? Yeah, we make yeah. one-three. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, don't you do my tax returns, Nippon? And Real <laughs> Madrid one-two <laughs> on the night uh, with Manchester City going through City Liverpool final. We shall see. Um, uh, it's very good to win. It's very hard to win at Real, says Helen. Not many teams have done it. Indeed, they have not. Indeed, they have not. So, moving on, uh, we come up to the Europa League um, and the first game there. And we'll come to you, Doug, for this one uh, again. Um, rain, I mean, we all joke about Scottish football. And we know sort of, you know, that Stephen Gerrard did wells, but he's left. I mean, it was nil-nil really up until the sort of, as you can see there, the 85th minute. And I think to go away, and I'll be Leipzig and nobody's nobody's fool. I mean, you know, we, we got um, uh, Dakar from there. Um, they, they, one nil down, it's still totally open this tie. So when you get that back to Ibrox, my God, what an atmosphere that's going to be. Yeah, one hundred percent. I think I think Leipzig probably should have won this more. I think they were on top for most of the game. I mean, Rangers had their chances. Uh, as be said, um, it's an absolute wonder goal by Angelino, um, mm. left footed and the left foot strike into the bottom corner. I think McGregor. I don't know if he was unsighted or or anything like that. I think Nkunku was standing in front of him, which. Maybe, maybe interfering with play, but uh, yeah. but no, fantastic finish from Angelino. And yeah, I have to say, Rangers at home have been very, very impressive in Europe. Mm. And I do think 
that they have a slight chance here. Um, if they get an early goal, then it makes the tie very, very interesting. I wouldn't count out Rangers yet. And um, do you think the way we joke about Scottish football, um, and no, no disrespect, I'm not one of these that says, well, you know, if, if uh, you know, if England haven't qualified, I want Scotland to do well. For me, you know, that the, the, they are the big rivals. Uh, but like I said, we do tend to take the we out of Rangers. And you know, I think Celtic have, have sort of walking away with the league this season, which I'm, I'm kind of surprised at. But, you know, I've got to give credit to Rangers. You know, mm. they are in the semi-finals, 90 minutes away from possibly in, being in a European Cup final. All, 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 all power to them, Doug. 100%. You know, I think I think as well, like Gerard did have a, a pretty good record in, in Europe. I think they may have got to the quarterfinals. They were knocked out by um, uh, Slavia Prague, of course. And then obviously mm. you had all the, you know, the, the, the racism of obviously going Kamara, which is absolutely disgusting um, as well. And, you know, the, 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 the Czech team trying to say um, that they didn't racially abuse no. Um, so who you know who who to believe in in that aspect? But no, Jared did actually have a very good record in in the Europa League, and uh, fair play to Giovanni Van Bronckhorst because if I'm being honest, you know Rangers have got the Scottish Cup coming up as well. Um, they, yeah. as you say, I think the league is all but done. I think Celtic are six points clear, win their next game, they're champions. So. Yeah. Now, obviously, we can tell from from your accent that um, you're not Welsh. Uh, which is your <laughs> Scottish team? Uh, Livingston. Now, explain this to me, then, because I'm uh, sorry, Anthony, I, I will be coming back in a second. But right. <laughs> Scotland, they kind of split the Premier League, haven't they? Yes. So basically what happens is after 33 match weeks, um, if you are in the positions of first, second, third, fourth, and fifth, and sixth, you will have, you will, they split the league. So seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, and eleventh, twelfth is called the relegation group. And then the yeah. first, second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth is called the championship group, championship group table, I think it is. Um, yeah. I, you, I know what you're going to be saying next because Livingston have got more points than the sixth place team. Yes, that has been a big, big problem with me when the split has happened. You know, yeah. if you have more points than the team above you, then you should be going above the the team, and then they would be falling yeah. into seventh place. Yeah. But it's always been like that. I, I I think it's been like that since the early noughties. Um, really, so yeah, I think if I'm being honest, it needs to be. I think it needs to be scrapped because it's making yes. a making a farce out of it. It was a bit like I know for, for many, I, I kind of used to follow half follow rugby union because Leicester used to do really well in it, and then they made that way you know, the top four, if you were first, you didn't win. The, the rugby union premiership, you then all four went into a playoffs, you know, to win it. Yeah. It's like, seriously, yeah, because I'm looking now, Liv Livingston have got 44 points, and Ross County and Rutherwell, which are in the championship, have got 41 and 40 points. I just, it, mm -hmm. I just look at that thinking, what? You know, but uh, yeah, there, there we go. I suppose, how, how many times do you play each other? Uh, well, 
sometimes sometimes it could be three times, and then um, sometimes it could be four. It just just depends, really. Right, right. Oh well, we'll leave it to Scotland. We'll leave it to Scotland. <laughs> Coming back and in not quite your backyard, Anthony, but West Ham, you managed to sort of rub the salt in the wounds at the weekend. Um, I they went one nil down so quickly here. I thought, what the hell? Yeah, they went one nil down really quickly. West Ham. Um, to be honest with you, you look at this scoreline. He's not far from over, you know, he's, he's, he's just that one goal. So, um, they what it is, each team has played um, played each other together once. So, when they go back into the second leg, I think West Ham knows, with David Moyes, I think he knows um, how they're going to play the opposition. He's going to maybe change maybe just slightly on it a bit on the tactics. You know, he's most probably, I think you're going to see the, uh, West Ham defend quite a lot in this game and then um, break on the attack. Obviously, trying to get that goal. I mean, they, they do really want to get it within the first. They want to go in the first half with um, winning one nil. You know, I know they're away in, in this leg, but you know, I mean, yeah. listen, it's football and anything can happen. But it's like what I said. I predicted the final uh, in this Europa League. I, I feel like it's going to be um, a West Ham and uh, Rangers final because it's not it's not over for Rangers not yet. And I mean, you, you go back. Um, in the games, I mean, who would have thought Rangers would have beat Borussia Dortmund and the the, the score lines on on both legs, you know, uh, and obviously Rangers winning and going through. I, I think Rangers have been absolutely fantastic in this competition. Um, if I I got to say it, and um, I think it's like what we said with Celtic. Obviously, they're top. You know, if they win one game, they're pretty is pretty much theirs. Um, I mean, Rangers is that um, they've finished second. I think Jerry Van Bronckers he wants to um, he wants silverware at the end of the day, but he wants this. This would be um, this would be a good, brilliant. Of course, uh, of course it would. Yeah, of course it, it would. So, Celtic's recent uh, form in well, Europe. Yeah. Thing is, that, yeah. I mean, speaking as a Leicester fan, we I've not been in this position where we've gone into the second leg away and. Yeah been behind because usually then all the pressure's on the home team and we'll obviously come on to that in a bit but you yeah. know in in a way Frankfurt can they can sit there expecting West Ham to come on and just soak up that pressure a bit like you know Tyson Fury taking White's punches and wearing him out sort of thing <laughs> yeah and you know if West Ham they get, West Ham the problem is West Ham for me are going to have to go at it they really but, are going to have to give it a go because they, they need that goal and yeah. I'm just worried that that will leave a lot of space behind for the Frankfurt players to take advantage of. Well, it can do, but to be honest with you, it's like what you said, it's make or break sign for West Ham. I mean, as long as they've got their, you know, they're, they're playing decent football, you know, passing. It's all about passing and keeping possession at the end of the day sometimes. I mean, I think that might do well for West Ham, you know, not giving any way stupid any um, free kicks or any, you know, um, corners towards the ends of the game or stupid penalties. You don't you don't want to be doing that. But to be honest with you, I think you know they've got to concentrate on their game. They've got to go in there with a positive mind, you know, with their mind thinking that they can go on and win this game and then yeah. get to that final. So you know this is what this is what West Ham's got to do. Are they capable of doing that? Yeah, I think they are. I, th- I think they really are uh, capable of doing it. But in all fairness, you didn't expect Frankfurt to. Um, well, I personally didn't uh, expect Frankfurt to beat West Ham at home. I, I was expecting it 
this game, I was expecting it to be a one nil win to West Ham. You yes, know, yeah. the, the early goal obviously helped, but and I, and I wish West Ham and as a, I'd love to see three English names on all three European Cups this season. I really would. But I mean, we've looked at the Conference League, we've looked at the Europa League. I mean, they're they're second class. We know who's really interested in those. I mean, you know, the one that everybody's interested in, obviously, is the Europa Conference League. I mean, this is the big one. This is the one that's going to draw them in. You know, and I, I all joking aside, I do. Th- think they've missed out a bit on this because I can see what 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 they're doing and um, they brought it in to get more teams in and with the you know Super League uh, Douglas uh, Doug you know coming nearly taking off um, but they, you know, they've almost it's like they've tagged it on to the Euro you know it's the, called the Europa Conference League now you know if you look at the Europa and you look at the Champions League completely different identities. If you look at this, you've got the Europa tagged onto the conference bit, and you've got you know the green lines instead of orange lines. It, it's kind of almost, like I can say, it's a, it's like a sub, you know, sub competition almost. Yeah, I have to say as well, there's been some very very entertaining games in the Europa Conference League. I've mm-hmm. I watched um, I watched Feyenoord Marseille. I think it was last week, and that—that that was because a, that's the next game I'm going to ask you about. <laughs> no, um, that was that was a hell of a game as well. Mm-hmm. And obviously, earlier, um, the you know Bodo Glimt, um earlier in the season, they beat Roma six one. Mm, there's, yeah. there's been some very very strange, uh, strange results, and uh, you know, Celta, Celta became the first team to be knocked out of the Champions League, the Europa League, and the uh, UEFA Conference League. Uh, in the same season, so history yes. making. <laughs> Sorry, I any any Leicester fan will know we have a, a hatred of um, Celtic and Chris Sutton for what he said when Brendan Rodgers left them. So, uh, Chris Sutton, if you're watching, <laughs> to you, <right? laughs> that's all I've got to say. <laughs> Leicester aren't as good as Celtic be. Yeah, where where are Celtic now? Where are Celtic now? You said you'd watched it, so let's have a look at this one. I mean, the thing is, Doug, this competition, when we were down to the quarterfinals, and apart from, you know, the, the infamous blood glint, the, the other seven had all been, within the last 10 years, Champions League teams. Yep. Um, yeah. So, you know, people joke about it, and all right, you know, we, we all look back at the history and, you know, Especially Arsenal, Anthony. Don't know when you look back and when you, <laughs> but they're still big teams, still big names. And I honestly, you know, everybody's saying that Marseille were were virtually in the final. Mm. I, yeah, I mean this this game will uh, make them think again because Feyenoord were absolutely magnificent and the the Philips Stadion that they they play at. Uh, I mean, I think there was like a lot of fire. Uh, like there was actual fires, like yeah. flames in the stadium. Absolutely amazing atmosphere uh, as well. This game was just incredible. Um, you know, Fire getting into you know a very very early lead. Uh, two to five the goals. That has to be said as well. But you you still mm-hmm. got to score them. Bamba Dieng. That's a that's a that's a player to watch out for. Uh, obviously in the uh, World Cup terms, Senegal. Um, he did play a few games in the um in the African Cup of Nations and actually looked pretty, pretty good um, as well. But the one thing that Marseille uh, feared at the start of the second half 
you don't concede straight away. And it was a calamitous defending mistake. Coletta Carr plays a short back pass. Dessers gets in, pass Mondonda, and it's a simple, easy, easy finish. Um, and then it was basically uh, Farnard had more attempts than uh, the Marseille. Fantastic game, and I fully expect the second leg to be just the same. Yeah, I mean, it, it was. I, yeah, I was watching that while I was doing the post match, and I couldn't believe it. How it was changing. I thought, well, yeah, I'm, I didn't want to watch that match because obviously, you know, the this this team was playing in the other leg, and you know, we've we, we, we've we, we've waited for this all all, all day, guys. Yeah, Leicester City won, Roma won. First of all, total respect to Jose Mourinho and um, I'm guessing it was a, a Roma director for laying a wreath on the statue of um, our late chairman. Didn't have to do it, wasn't an anniversary or anything like that, but I think it was an absolutely lovely touch from them. So thank you very much for doing that. Um, and I don't know if you saw afterwards, there was the sort of wine joking between Mourinho and uh, <laughs> Rodgers. They know each other well, and obviously they're getting paid well so they can afford this uh, thing. Um, Leicester obviously went 1-0 down. Um, to me, that isn't a bad result. What do you say, Anthony? No, it's not a bad result. I mean, obviously, let's go back. To, it was a lovely gesture for that, um, for what Rumor did yeah. for, your, for your late chairman. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean... Um, I think you obviously you was one 0 down in this game, weren't you? And uh, mm. it was uh, it was going on and on and on, and then you finally picked up the um, equaliser quite um, pretty much late on for it. The game wasn't it? The the, the your goal, sixty seventh minute, yeah, seventh minute, yeah. yeah. So in all fairness, I mean, fair shape uh, for Leicester, obviously making it one 0 uh, I gotta be honest with you, I've actually predicted Leicester to get to the final, yeah, in this competition. Yeah. And um, so I still got money on it, haven't you? Yes, I have got money on it. I hope they do. Uh, <laughs> I hope they do do it. Um, to be honest with you, I think you know it. It, it was. It was a little. It was a good game. You know, there was um, the spells in the first half and second half that um, both teams did have their chances. You know, and you know, I mean, Leicester had a, a couple of chances that you would have thought they would have put away, but obviously they never. But in all fairness, I think going back into the second right, uh, the second leg. I mean, Leicester's obviously away. Um, I think they can do it. Um, I mean, Brendan Rodgers, you know, he's obviously with Leicester not doing um, great in the Premier League at the minute. But just what I'm saying is, he, he's got, he's, he's going to be, he's out for this competition, isn't he? You know, obviously the first competition going this Conference League, and it'd be nice if if Leicester City can actually go on and win this one for the first time, you know, first time ever. Yeah. So, but yeah, I I, that's the thing. I mean, you know, it is a new competition, and I should say first of all, uh, dog. I don't know if you, I mean, I, what I don't like is teams that drop down from the above competition. And still have another go, and we know why it's done, you know. But Man United nearly winning, you know, the the, the Europa League is a joke when you come to think they they got knocked out of the um um a uh, 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 Champions League. So to me, it's like a little bit unfair. And I have to be honest with you, I could say the same about Leicester. I think it is unfair, but it is what it is. We, you know, we're we're there. Can you see Leicester getting anything from the return leg? 
never say never. Um, you know, Roma are a, a fantastic side. You know, Tammy Abraham uh, has done very, very well there. And, you know, Pellegrini yeah. was a lovely, a lovely finish as well. Uh, I don't think 1-1 is a, I don't think 1-1 is a disastrous result by any right. stretch of imagination. Um, I think if you score early, then it makes it very, very interesting. It's quite a, quite a very, very interesting atmosphere at the, um, Stadio Olimpico, which you obviously they, they, they play at as well. Yeah. Um, I, I wish I wish Leicester the best of luck. I have. Um, I I honestly hope that they make 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 the final. Um, and if they do, then you know, fantastic. And uh, it, it, the finals in Albania, is that right? It is. It is it's from the Albania. All, all roads lead to Tirana, as the nobody ever said. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I must admit, we were one nil down, and was looking at Rangers drawing nil nil, and looking at West Ham um, drawing one one at that time, and yeah. I was saying, oh god, we're going to be the only side, you know, English side that hasn't won, you know, or, or even sort of drawn this week, and of course, then it all turned round, and um, you know, we 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 got the equaliser. West Ham got you know, conceded and so did Rangers. So I'd sooner be in our position than Rangers or, or West Ham, obviously, Anthony. I mean, you know, it, it's it's a draw. Uh, Josie can't afford to sit back. Uh, he's got to come at us because it's, you know, in his backyard. It's an amazing stadium. It's probably going to be full. It's going to be an amazing atmosphere. He's uh, it, got to come at us, which will leave us, you know, hopefully space at the back to play into. And I think the other thing as well is you look at the team that we put out against Tottenham at the weekend. It wasn't a bad team. You know, I mean, a lot of like the Norwiches and the Watfords would probably have loved to have, you know, most of those players in. But it obviously was a B team and it shows where Rodgers is putting his priorities. Yeah, you could tell that, you know, straight away. I mean, within this game, one all uh, going away to um, obviously to go and play at Roma's ground is... Is split, Chris. Is split 50-50. So you've got, yeah. um, obviously, with Brendan Rodgers, he knows what he's going to do with his team. And he's exactly the same with Jose Bruno. He knows what he got to do with his. But, um, obviously, it is, is who's better on the night because, at the end of the day, you only play what's obviously in front of you. Yeah. But yeah. I think, I think to be honest with you, I, I think the only reason why I favour Leicester is because the um, Syria ad, I think the football is... Um, is is obviously a little bit slower over there. I mean, you know, I mean, obviously, no one's won that league yet, sort of thing. So obviously, you know, you think it's the Milan um, teams, but it the way the way they were performing on recent results, it, it looks like that nobody really wants to win that league. To be honest with you, yeah. but I mean, going back to this, yeah, I think I think for me, I'm going to have to favour Leicester. I think uh, Brendan Rodgers has got more. Um, I, when I say more at the back, I think you've got more at the back with obviously Ndidi and um, is it Mendy you've got there, your DMs? No, M- Mendy Mendy's not in the European squad, which probably means he'll play Tillemans in that role, which I don't agree with because that will actually, uh, that doesn't allow Tillemans a space to go forward and what have you. But uh, no, I think the thing with well, Roma, they're sort of sixth in their league at the moment. Uh, I mean, yeah. Helen says here, uh, Rodgers needs to win a trophy with Leicester, otherwise he would dub the loser one like he was at Liverpool. But Helen, he's won the FA Cup. 
um, he's won what I like to call the English Super Cup. Others call it obviously the Community Shield. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's he's got two two trophies already. So you know, I think there's a lot of clubs would have swapped places with us for those. So yeah, you know, not too worried about Rogers. It's a long term appointment, and we've got to go and win this now for the Leicester story to continue. We've got nothing left in English football to win. We've won the lot. Mm-hmm. One of only 13, 14 clubs to do it. Liverpool and Arsenal obviously being two of those. But uh, it's nice to be in the same club as you guys. And I'm sorry, I did, we did go on a long time about that game, but we're always going to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> host bias, I'm sorry. It's my channel. Don't, don't like it. I just want to say, Chris, it's just like the other game, the, um, the Feyenoord in Marseille game. To be honest with you, even though that's 3-2, I, I still feel I think it's going to be um, a Leicester City and a Marseille th- uh, final. I think Marseille is just going to edge, you know, they get they're, they're going to be at home the next game, and I think they're just going to edge it two one. So obviously making that game five four and aggregate. So well, I'm going to watch along for the second leg, and I might just do it live from the toilet and don't bother with the middleman. Just sit there so I can just <laughs> be pooing all evening. That's not a very nice thought, is it? But we're going to no. be back and we're going to be looking at the proper the leagues um, all around Europe straight after this. So we're moving on and we're going to be starting this week with League One, um, the French League there. Um, whoever wants to come in on this, I mean, we're not going to go through all the games, as, as, as I said earlier. We're just going to sort of look at the, the main ones. But I was just looking then uh, at some news on the French League. We'll start with you, Doug. Uh, and it said, funny thing is here, uh, oh, no, I'm in the wrong one. I'm in the wrong one. Let me go there. Potticino and the paradox at PSG, a club that is almost unmanageable. Do you think? Do you think that's true? Yes, uh, I have to say it is. It is, un, it is unmanageable. Um, it's a group of individuals. PSG. Mm. Um, you obviously got Neymar, Mbappe, Messi, but this was this was said. I think a couple of weeks ago, or maybe in the the Champions League, Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe, for as much as they're three fantastic players, they don't track back. They Mm. actually don't track back. And if you want to have want to be a very very good team, I I do think that you you do actually have to have you know people uh, tracking back as well. But the thing is as well. PSG have had that league sewn up. Uh, so, you know, th- yeah. they've had some very, very weird results this season, it has to be said. Um, 3-3, that does not surprise me in the slightest um, because they have, they've lost to the likes of Nantes, they've lost to Rennes, I think they've lost to Monaco as well. They've just had, they've just had some very, very strange uh, results and obviously uh, Pochettino, he is going to be leaving um, this season and doesn't really surprise you anyway. And I believe that Antonio Conte is the favourite for PSG. So Poch back to yeah. Spurs. Well, yeah, I was going to ask that really. To be honest with you, is uh, is, Con- is is Potocino going to be there? I mean, it, it's it's difficult because I know they didn't win the league last season, uh, Anthony, and surely it's harder 
for PSG not to win the league than it is to win it because you know in 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 England you've got you know probably four teams that are that would compete week in week out for the the league you've, in Scotland you've got the two in France you've really only got the one yeah is um i mean let's go back obviously with this um PSG i mean they haven't re hit recent form you know obviously they should be but with the likes of the players he got they should be running away with that league definitely in free free against Strasbourg I mean it was only one man for PSG uh you know one of their main players I think it was Mbappe he got two goals but it do, do you know what I mean I, I um going back to um what you said about Poch yes he is going to be leaving um at the end of this season and it's like what Doug said Conte, um, I think he will go and manage PSG and with Poch going back with Tottenham. So it's going to be a, 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 roughly a straight swap, uh, if you like, if you want to put it that way. But yeah, they, they haven't been doing re- uh, well. The recent form um, has been a little bit poor. I, I, I would say that. Um, the reason why Poch is leaving, he's actually come out and I actually read it in the article that he finds it hard to manage the, um, the free players. Which obviously, as we know, is Mbappe, Messi, and um, Neymar. That's there. So, um, there, he, he's trying to give them instructions, but they just don't want to listen to him. Um, they just want to play and and do what they want on the pitch on their own accord. So, but that's what's been said during, like, obviously, um, due to the media uh, yeah. that was there. So, but yeah, I mean, I mean, to be, let's be honest. If Conte went there, he wasn't standing in messing. From them, and I think it needs. I was going to say, I mean, Doug, that's kind of a, a bad omission to come out and say that you can't control your players, you know. And mm-hmm. you know, at some point, we know, you know, it's, it's talked about player power all over. The, the club should, at some point, I know these are big names, but sometimes the, the, the owners of these clubs have got to come out and back the managers. Definitely. Um, and you know these these. I mean, there was obviously talk about when when obviously Real Madrid beat uh, PSG. I mean, PSG should have had, been out of sight against Real Madrid because mm-hmm. uh, that first leg they absolutely dominated them from start to finish. It was just poor finishing that, that let them down um, as well. I think they missed a penalty as well, but I seem to seem to remember as well. And then you go to the Bernabeu, Mbappe scores. I think after about fifteen minutes. And then kind of Benzema turns up and scores a scores a hat trick. You know, yeah. there were reports saying that the owners wanted him gone after the after that game. I think I think there was like even talk of like the police were involved, like Spanish police had to be coming mm-hmm. as well because I I whoever goes into PSG, I'm going to have to say you're making the biggest mistake of your lives because that is a poison chalice, along with like <clears> clubs like Sunderland, poison chalice, uh, Watford, poison chalice, Norwich, poison chalice. It's just one of those Man things. United, Manchester United, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Chelsea, I, Chelsea, yeah. yeah. It, it's you know you'll have clubs that are poison chalices, but for me, PSG are right up there because basically. You win the league, yeah, that's absolutely fine. You, you basically you, you could play you could play a bunch of kids and they'd still win the league. You know, PSG are the the richest club in in France and it, you know has been for a number of years. Yeah, but they want the Champions League, and it has been documented a lot as these owners do want the Champions League. 
However, there could be trouble in Brunei for PSG because apparently the Qatar owners want out. Oh, hmm. right, right. Interesting. Interesting. But then again, Anthony, yeah, all these jobs are poison chalices, we know, but you know as a manager, and this is what gets me, you know, no other club, no other industry would you go in, be unsuccessful at a job, get paid off to be paid out to get out of it, you just want to be sacked, and then walk straight into another job, even though you were rubbish at that job. And I, I don't and these managers go in thinking, well, you know what? If I fail, they sack me, I'm just gonna get a big wad of money anyway. Well yeah, I mean we're talking about obviously, you know, keep along the same lines as PSG. I mean, look at when Arsenal appointed you know Emery as their manager. He come from PSG. You know, he, he won in the league. He bought Mbappe uh, to PSG. You know, so this is this is what happens. I mean, it's like what Doug said. They wants the Champions League. I mean, obviously, we know they're going to win uh, the French league this season because they're obviously yeah. top. But I mean, they're crying out for that Champions League. It's not like the Champions League is swinging. You know, in their grasp, and they they, they just can't get. All, it, it hasn't got to that stage yet for mm. PSG. So um, is. It is what it is, but um, I mean, yeah, I mean, these this, with this manager's dark, I, I don't understand it. I mean, I, I don't understand that if managers are doing really well and uh, that they're, they're going to be sacked or got rid of at the end of the season, I, I just don't really understand it. Un no. Understandable if you were like PSG and Poch was finishing something like fifth in the league, you know, you can most probably understand that more, but. Mm. No, I, I just I just don't get with it. I think with these, yeah. um, I think to part obviously is these owners, and uh, with, with these owners sometimes it comes you know, um, greed, in my opinion, oh, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. So and the other um, the other shock result there, just to touch on it very briefly, was Marseille losing to Leon. I don't think that was probably expected. Um, mm. But let's let's just uh, we'll, we'll we'll end France. No, no, no disrespect to France. <laughs> we'll end France with looking at the league. Uh, and you can see there sort of the top 12. The first five are within European um, places. Like you say, PSG, 14 points ahead. They've got to implode, I think, to, to, to lose it, as you say. Um, Marseille in second place. Now, it's quite funny because... Again, bringing the Leicester connection back. Uh, you've got Rennes in third, who we managed to knock out of the um, Conference League. And Marseille in second, who we could be meeting in the final. Um, yeah. mm. Monaco and Nice. Again, there's no real surprises there, is there, Doug? Nah, not really. I mean, uh, it's... It's not a, it's not a great league. I mean, you know, Lille won the league last season. Look where they are. They're they're down in tenth. And at one point, I think they were possibly thirteenth or fourteenth um, as well. Yeah. Like it's it's a foregone conclusion that the the, the league the league's wrapped up, wrapped up anyway. Um, but PSG will want to go with a, a flourish uh, for sure. It's nice to see Marseille back second, though. It'd be nice to see them back in the Champions League as well because they've been out of the Champions League for a long, long time, actually. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, you know, you've got Ren uh, there uh, as well. They haven't been in the Champions League for a, a while. Um, and nice to see Monaco back up there as well. But yeah, yeah I, I, I'll be There's honest with you. James in there, isn't there? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, Leon being seventh is another is another shock as well. Mm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, but moving on to um, the Bundesliga, and to start with you, Anthony, let's have a look at some of the uh, results here. Um, uh, let's have a look. Any anything sort of that jumps out at you? I mean, Dortmund losing to Bock. Is it Bockham? You you know what my pronunciation's like. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, BFL um, Bochum. Right, yeah. Uh, Mainz beating Munich. Um, I, mean, I mean, there's a couple of games tonight that are being played that I haven't got the results for at the moment. But anything there, Anthony, that really stands out as, 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 a, as a bit of a shot? I mean, I, uh, no, not not really a shot. I mean, there's been, you know, it was obviously you said there's Dortmund as well. You know, that was um, that was a good game. Um, I think that was. I think there was two. Was it off off the night? You've got off the night on there. Um, the both yeah. uh, teams are four three. I mean, yeah. you know, you you do get some good games in the uh, in the Bundesliga. I mean, to be honest with you, the the one at Bayern Munich. Uh, you know, they're 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 fantastic. They're just away with it at the minute, aren't they? So, but there is rumours that uh, with their star striker uh, Lewandowski, apparently uh, rumours are is that he's going to be leaving um, at the end of this season. Whether that's true, I I um I don't know, but I I don't know if he's on a free, is it or? Uh, I I I I I, 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 I could couldn't tell you to be honest with you, yeah. but uh, the one result there that strikes me uh, is Borussia Dortmund. But I'm going to be honest with you, it doesn't surprise me. Borussia Dortmund have been erratic as anything this yeah. season. They have lost mm. some silly silly games at home. Um, as well, I don't think Marco Rose has worked for Dortmund. Ever being honest, um, and yeah, look, Bayern Munich losing three one to Mainz as well. Not really a surprise. I've already got the the league uh, wrapped up um, yeah. as well. But yeah, Borussia Dortmund. Yeah, they might be second, but they've been erratic. Yeah. Like they lost. Um, They've lost some very funny games. They lost to Freiburg at one point. I think Armenia Bielefeld went to Dortmund and and spanked them. I think five two. I think it was. Two. Yeah, it's just it's just one of, it's just one of those things uh, anyway. But yeah, Bayern Munich ten times uh, in a row that they've won the won the Bundesliga. Yeah. I mean, mm. just the, the the matches tonight. Um, Mönchengladbach beat Leipzig three one. Although they were down to ten men. Munchen um, Gladbach was still 1 3 1, and Leverkusen beat Frankfurt 2 0. Maybe Frankfurt mm. have got their eyes on uh, Thursday night. Quite possibly. Yeah. yeah, they most probably have. Um, but then again, it's like what I said, um, they, they most probably would have their eyes on that game. But regarding um, obviously against West Ham, I still I still got a favour West Ham in that game. Um, I, I really do. I, I think you know. I think West Ham can actually go with a mindset in there, with their intuition of winning the game, and I think they, I think they will do it. To be honest with you, and that that obviously win that game, and get them straight into the final. Um, but yeah, it's like what I said. We're going back to British Dortmund. They've had some shocking results in the, uh, this season. Um, even more so to do with this Haaland, because obviously, as we know, he signed for Man City, hasn't he? So. You know, I think there's um, a bit... sign because I'm just looking at the news here, and again, you must be able to read my mind. But I've got a headline here from one day ago. Please wear red. Man United fan and model sends plea to Erling Haaland to make transfer 
um, presumably to Man United. <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah, that's I think he's already done, Chris. It was done going back in. I, I read it back in January, to be honest with you. I reckon he signed um, from Man City back in January. It was just, um, it was just sort of like, you know, it, it, it didn't come out in the whole, you know, it wasn't let out um, in, in, in the wide world for, um, it was just done behind closed doors. I think they've already signed him. They're going to have his striker. Haaland's gone there this season. But trouble is, though, we've had players at my team that I support, you know, which is um, is, is, is not um, the team's morale. Um, it's not the confidence uh, within the team, you know. And also, when it knocks the confidence in the team, <clears throat> it's the dressing room as well. It knocks that. And as an, obviously, as we all know, a knock-on effect. Yeah. So, but wh- whoever they're going to get to replace uh, Haaland, I, I don't know. But, I mean, I think he's got um, some of it to do with that as well. Because he hasn't really been featuring that much. He, he's been he's been fit, but he hasn't really been playing um, many games as what he's supposed to be playing. Yes, yeah. So, I mean, Doug, I mean, we, 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 I don't like to knock um, foreign, you know, foreign leagues and divisions, but, I mean, all that fuss about Sancho, you know, he was, like, every, yeah. you know, Man United were chasing him and chasing him. I mean, <clears> I, I think, I think, Every fan of every other club bar Man United were happier when Man United finally signed him. More we were happier than Man United fans because it meant we didn't have to listen to it again because it had gone on and on. It went on almost as long as Neighbours, didn't it? You know, <laughs> but he's not sort of yeah. set the Premier League alight, has he? No, he hasn't. And you know, it, it usually does take a few uh, a few players from the Bundesliga to you know just. Um, Get get settled, get settled. Really, I, I think I think you'll have a better season next season. I think you'll you'll have a better manager as well. Um, yeah. But I look at uh, example Tiago for us. Like first season, he, he he came, he 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 was getting used to the the Premier League. Look at him now; he's probably one of the first names in the team sheet. Yeah. Now. Um, yeah. I, there there's going to be a lot of um, a lot of players. Just on the Holland point. I think he, I think the reason he's not been playing much, he, he seems to be getting a lot of muscle injuries. Now I don't know if that's because of his physique and the actual height of him, but if he obviously if he does come to the, the Premier League, the Premier League's more physical than the, the, the Bundesliga. Yeah. Don't let um, him come anywhere near Leicester because that's all our, all our plays. You walk in Leicester's door and you immediately pull a muscle. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that would be interesting. And then moving on to, um, although there's the uh, there's the table, so we forgot to do the table for Germany. Yeah, but I mean they've got what six games left to play. Uh, Bayern eight points, uh, eight Two points games. ahead. It's 34 um, in the Bundesliga. Yes, yeah. I mean, again, you know, you've got one team. Uh, anybody surprising you that that's up there? I mean, I, you know, I could name anybody. I mean, Hoffenheim is is a, is one that I've known because we've got an ex Leicester player that plays there um, mm. that, that's doing very well. But any any surprises in in that uh, table at all? For me, FC Köln and Freiburg. Um, Freiburg were sitting on the sort of the top ten uh, last season. Uh, they've had a fantastic season. Uh, they've had a really, really good season, and I really hope that they stay in the uh, in the top four because Leipzig have done pretty, pretty well as well. It does look like that um, 
Bayern Leverkusen uh, looked like they they probably uh, all but secured Champions League. But if Freiburg could get Champions League, that would that would be uh, brilliant. But uh, even if they don't, then uh, I think they could probably get uh, Europa League. Same with FC Köln. They were very very close to going down last season. Really um, really struggled. Yeah. Um, so the fact that they're sixth is amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's like with Wolfsburg as well, but obviously being at the bottom of that league. I mean, I can remember when Wolfsburg used to be in, like, um, they used to, like, going back a few years ago, they used to play, like, Champions League football and Europa yeah. League, you know. They was always finishing the top six, if you like, maybe seven. But now... Do, do, do I mean, you know the funny thing about Wolfsburg? They were actually top for the first seven weeks yeah. under Mark Van Bommel. He got sacked, and then they just plummeted down the table. Yeah, no, that's right. But and do you yes, think it, the Premier, Premier League? Because I remember Monaco just going back to France. They they won the league a few seasons ago uh, out the blue yeah. and sold virtually every player. Yeah, and uh, we all know who managed uh, Monaco when they won the league, don't we? Claudio Ranieri. Yeah, indeed. indeed, indeed. But um, well, that 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 that's uh, Germany. Um, we will move on now to Serie A, which I think is more your sort of area, Anthony. Um, again, these are the weekend results. Um, let's have a look up here. Uh, Napoli sticking six past. I don't know. Saluslo, is it? Sassulu. <laughs> Sassulu. Oh, they, they they play in green, don't they? And they've got to be they've got to change the colour of the shirts or something. I, I don't know if that's that was true. That was something I heard because I'd never heard of them. And then we were linked with this player from there, and <laughs> I had to actually Google it to see to see where he was from. Oh, um, I know who you're talking about. Is it Berardi? Berardi, yep, yeah, that's it. Yeah, who obviously is in the in the Italian in the Italian squad, although they won't be at the World Cup, obviously. But uh, I'm thinking, who the hell are this? Whatever it is, uh, but yeah, a six-one drop in there by Napoli. I mean, again, I mean Lazio winning, but making a struggle of it. Anthony Torino yeah. winning, Juventus winning, AC Milan into Milan. To me, that you look at that and you could do. I, I wish I could do the polls on that because I think you'd win a <laughs> win a fortune. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, is like, um, I mean, I, I don't know what team he set out. Is like um, with Jose Mourinho. I think Roma they drew nil nil, and um, is it who did they have Bologna? Yeah, Bologna. Bologna. At- Atalanta drew one one tonight with uh, Salar Natana. Yeah, I, God, I yeah, I think they're pretty much near the bottom of that league. I think, to be honest with you, but yeah, I mean, I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, it was like AC Milan beating Florentina one 0 and that. But yeah, I mean, that that striker that um, I forgot his name now. Played for Florentina, went to um, Juventus. Lahovic. Yeah, but, yeah, he's. Um, I mean, obviously, he was on Arsenal's radar, but. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't see that deal going through. But to be honest with you, I mean, what a striker he is. You know, he's um, mm. he's been absolutely brilliant. And his goal record, I mean, obviously for Florentina, um, you know, this season, and then obviously being sold to Juventus, the number of games that he's played and and the goals that he scored in the number of like, games for Juventus, it, has been, it is a fantastic record. But, um, yeah. I mean, they, they're... Um, I mean, we, we we all heard about these these teams that was um, they had to sell their best 
players because of um, the wage budget, which was like obviously the teams of like who we've been discussing. Like Real Madrid was one of them. Um, the um, Juventus was another one. Um, Barcelona. I mean, obviously they got they signed a, a Bamiang. He seems to be banging in the goals uh, for them this season. But it makes you think if these teams were in debt, how the hell could these they, these players come in and afford their wages, you know, because it, it was mm. that was the reason why they were in debt because of their wage bill. So that was why they were releasing these top quality players. But you know, I mean, for some particular reason, they seem to be pulling out the bag. These teams on some of them, don't they? So, but yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, it's like uh, if you bring up the league table there, Chris. I mean, obviously, it's not it's not far from from over yet, but. Is like um I think is AC is top um as far as I know yeah, Inter yeah, the two le- points yeah yeah uh, in, yeah AC got seventy seven Inter got seventy five Napoli seventy no. Juventus sixty four Lazio fifty nine with Roma I mean the thing that strikes me there uh, I don't know say you know if you see that up on Serie Doug but is there seems to be very a, a lack of consistency even from the the top two teams <laughs> yeah um yeah i mean ac and inter have had uh, some very very weird results i mean i think um like inter lost recently to i think it was bologna funnily oh. enough and their second choice goalkeeper made an absolute howler he literally let the ball spill through his legs and um allowed the bologna player to uh, score and then obviously that, that that allowed Inter Milan to to lose that game um, yeah, I'll be honest with you, I don't watch a lot of um, Serie A um, because I, what I will say though, it is nice to see somebody else rather than Juventus win it, I know Inter Milan yeah. won it, it would be nice if AC Milan won it because um, they haven't they haven't won anything for a long, long time, and it'd be nice to see them win the Scudetto again. Anthony, I mean, AC Milan were they not in the same trouble as um, as Rangers and were dumped down a few divisions or or one division? No, that was um, that was Juventus. That was oh, dumped was it? down. It yeah, was, was yeah. Mm-hmm. They they never they never really sold any of their um players really because I can remember Buffon still being in goal for them and other players that they had around and obviously winning and dominating because I think they got really they got sent down to the lowest of the league didn't they um they were out of it for a few seasons for a mm. few years so obviously you got Sierra A and Sierra B and Sierra C so it's I think they were sent to the bottom C I think or something like that but. But yeah, it, I mean, they were running away with it, and um, they got hit. They got stung with this wage bill, and um, as well, because Juventus was one of it as well, weren't they? Yeah. And um, yeah, obviously they sold a few of their um, the few of their players at Juventus. To be honest with you, it was um, I think Tottenham. They they bought two of the um, Juventus players did, back in this did, January. Yeah. yeah. So you know, it was um, it was something like that. So you know, but. Obviously, that that led the way for the striker to come in from uh, Florentino because they they really needed that goal scorer up front um, to obviously get them goals, which obviously they got now. But yeah, I think they're obviously they're finishing the top four. Uh, Juventus obviously and qualify for Champions League. Uh, you know, obviously without a doubt. Yeah. But between the two Milan teams, there it just seems like 
They, they, they have been poor. I mean, um, the, the the one that's been more poor has been, even in their top of the league, is, um, has been AC Milan. They've had um, the last couple of um, draws, but they have won um, right. the, the, their last few games. They've won their last few games, but they've had two draws or three draws in their last few yeah. games. But it just it seems just, like it's between them two. It's like, well, one minute Inter was top because I was following them uh, going back a few weeks ago, like just interested out of interest, just looking at the league. And one minute uh, Milan was top, uh, Inter Milan, and then AC jumped up and then it was like vice versa. Yeah. And then they both started slacking off. Like, you know, they weren't winning games. Uh, but I just want to, sorry, just to say that um, you, you, Brad, I know it doesn't show it on that graphic, but Roma are actually in the um, conference league place. So there are. It doesn't show it on that on that particular graphic, but the top four are in the Champions League places: Milan, Inter, Napoli, Juventus, Lazio are in the uh, Europa League group stage, and oh, Roma would be in the qualifiers Roma. again. They'd be in the qualifiers yeah. for the Conference League. So uh, you know, the, well, let, let's hope that they've got to go that route again because they don't win on Thursday. Um, coming to you then, Doug, and uh, our our Spanish friends over there, um, and La Liga. Um, some results there. Um, let's have a look. Is there anything that sticks out to you? I mean, Seville only drew with Cadiz on the Friday night. Um, Madrid did what Madrid are doing this season. Uh, Atletico Madrid losing 2 0. I mean, I'd say that was a bit of a surprise. It doesn't really surprise me, one bit. Um, Atletico Madrid have been so so poor, uh, especially yeah. when you when you think that they've you know won the won the league last season. You would have thought they would have you know built built on um, uh, as well. It's it's it, I mean Barcelona winning two one um, again. Barcelona were losing silly games. They lost to Cadiz a couple of um, weeks ago at, uh, at the new camp as well. Um, <laughs> Villarreal losing to Alaves, that's funny. Because uh, Villarreal are not doing very well in the in the Spanish no. league. Um, let me say that. But uh, yeah, no, no, not, nothing really strikes out. I suppose in a way, I thought Bilbao 2, I thought Madrid 0. I think that's probably the, the one uh, to, to say. But uh, obviously, congratulations to Real Madrid, um, you know, champions of the La Liga yet again. Um, so it's nice, nice to see mm. them. Nice to see them win. Uh, win, win La Liga uh, as well. and also um, well done to Real uh, Betis as well they won the uh, Copa del Rey I think I the did that, um, as yeah. well so well I mean you're looking at that Anthony and yeah I mean Real Madrid <laughs> they've just walked it this season uh, oh hi to Miss yeah. Molina by the way how the devil are you hi, uh, Melina. thanks for popping in hope you are well over there and enjoying those uh, Canadian roundabouts I do know you love a good roundabout um, we, don't ask don't ask guys uh, <laughs> Ancelotti I mean I think he's out there thinking thank god I got out of Everton yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, look where they are now in the league, Everton. I mean, okay, I they had a surprising 1-0 win over Chelsea, but, yeah, you know, and that was it. But, yeah, going back to that with uh, Carrasco, he's, um, yeah, he's done it. He's done it again for Real Madrid. So, you know, I, he, he, I think his head was switched on. 
you know, obviously leaving Everton, going Real Madrid, obviously winning them the league. There was a picture, uh, and I did see it, and I did laugh. There was a picture of Real Madrid fans with Carlo Ancelotti there, and um, he had his shades on, and he had like a glass of champagne with a cigar. Yeah, I've just uh, I've just been looking at, on the news page of the La Liga, and it, yeah, <laughs> I can see that that picture. Yeah, and um, but yeah, he's, he's done he's done really well. I mean, obviously Barcelona had a win today, two uh, one. Memphis Depay, uh, he's he's scored one of the goals. Um, I mean, unfortunately for him, um, it's it's come out. I think it was sometime last week that um, Barcelona doesn't want him. Right. So right. you know, so he's probably up for grabs. I don't know whether he's got a year left on his contract or it could be free. I, I'm not too sure. I can't remember what it was now, but you know, he's up for um, grabs for next season. Um, but whether he comes to the English Premier League, I don't know because he had that poor spell. Obviously, at Man United, when he didn't um, didn't play, Mourinho yeah. got rid of him. So. But yeah, I mean, um, all you can say is, is is fair shout to Real Madrid, and it, it was theirs to lose, despite that the problems that they had going back at the beginning part of the um, the season, yeah. wasn't it? Because they had to um, uh, they had this problem with their wage bill as well, wasn't yeah. it? And that, and they had to um, offload yeah, a couple gonna, of players there. To you, Doug. I mean, how can these clubs like Real Madrid and Barcelona? You know, we know that they were going to go in the Super League for obvious financial, you know, reasons. But <laughs> is that how bad the Spanish league is outside of those two when, you know, they've got all this financial trouble and yet they're still leading the table? Well, I remember the start of the season, Barcelona were uh, heavily financially uh, cash-strapped. I mean, they, well, they had to... Like, Messi go... went, didn't he? Yeah, Messi went. Um, and I think I think as well, you know... They weren't really attracting the sort of the, the big players like the, you know they've still got Martin Braithwaite, which is absolutely strange to say the very very least. And obviously they got Adam Matriori as well. I never thought I'd be saying in twenty twenty two that Martin Braithwaite and Adam Matriori were in the same Middlesbrough squad that was relegated in the sixteen seventeen <laughs> season, and they're actually in the same Barcelona side. Strange yeah. how things work. Strange how things work as well, but. Yeah, no, Barcelona. Xavi has done a very, very good job with, with Barcelona. I, he's he's come in, he steadied the ship. Like they were going absolutely nowhere under Ronald Koeman. Ronald Koeman was deservedly uh, sacked. Uh, I think he was mm. sacked actually after the uh, they lost three um, 0 to Benfica in the Stadium of Light um, as well. And you know, Barcelona. It is going to take time for Barcelona. Um, uh, so who, who saw Frankfurt going to the new camp and absolutely wiping the floor yeah. with Barcelona by three goals to one? Yeah. Absolutely incredible, uh, that result. Um, I, it, Barcelona look like they're going to be a bit of a... I think it's a, a Premier League sort of uh, tribute act because they, they're wanting, <laughs> um, they're wanting Aspilicueta. They're wanting... Um, uh, Christensen um, as well. They seem to be wanting Chelsea players, which is very interesting. Uh, and uh, yeah. this is a, this is the message to any Barcelona fans: if you are wanting Mo Salah, then you're going to have to cough up about I don't know, 100, 
100 plus million or something because they want they're wanting Mo Salah and they ain't getting Mo Salah. And Bamiang's yeah. hit the ground running at Barcelona. Um, it has to be said. It remind, reminds me of some someone there. Actually, you actually once went out with a Spanish girl. She only had one tooth there. Her name was Juanita. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> You've waited all show, haven't you? <laughs> you caught me out unprepared. And <laughs> that was a killer punch in a boxing ring, that was. I mean, <laughs> moving on very quickly, Anthony. I mean, have Atletico ever recently won this? I'm not. Uh, last it, season. It Was it last season, Atletico, last wasn't season. it? Yeah. I mean Seville, I mean are they, are they you know, we've got to say Madrid and Barcelona are back up there, Atletico are obviously down in fourth, but is this the chance for other clubs to come through or is it still always going to be sort of those two and possibly Madrid or Sevilla? Um, it is going to possibly be the you know, obviously with um, Real Madrid I mean, obviously, Barcelona, you might have to put Barcelona out there next season. Um, mm. Sevilla as well, because obviously, you know, they're, they're, they're not doing too bad. They were, um, to be honest with you, um, halfway through the season, um, they, mm-hmm. they, uh, Sevilla was top. Yeah, they were. They I, were think, I, think, I think what's happened to Sevilla is you look at their, their results there, 70 wins, only four yeah. defeats, but 13 draws. I think yeah. the draws have absolutely killed them this season. And yeah, and as you say, they were they were top. They were top for uh, I think a couple of weeks, and then they just seem yeah. to lose it a, a little bit. But if they can keep doing what they have been, you know, doing under Lopetegui, Lopetegui seems to have got a, a good tune out of these uh, these players. Who saw West Ham beating Sevilla? I don't think anyone saw West Ham, you know, going to you know only ever the second English team to beat them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was Leicester. Exactly. Yeah, yeah no, you didn't. Uh, you didn't need me to make that point because you knew it. Well done. Well done. <laughs> You're very welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, with like with the likes of uh, along with you know, um, you know, Emery's team, Villarreal. I mean. Yeah, you know, obviously with they're they're concentrating in the Champions League in a minute, but I I think you see a different bit of Real next season. You know, yeah, I, I, as well. mm-hmm. I and um they're gonna be. I think what it is, I think they're gonna try. You know, Emery's trying to get get them. I think I read into the top four, but it depends with the money situation there and what players they might have to sell. I think that with the Real, they're allowed to sell players to get in better players but it is for, for me it'd be like two players to that one coming in do you know what I mean because they haven't really they haven't really got the big bucks to spend but obviously it's like what we said reaching the champion um the Champions League uh, semi-final at this moment stage they are going to have some uh, obviously some money to spend next season so whatever players they're going to um is going to be coming in and um and it, uh, you know Emery would be getting, but yeah, I think they'll they'll definitely be challenging for the top four real, uh, bit of Real next season, definitely. I have, I have to I have to agree here. I don't know if anyone's seen um, obviously talk shite, which I like to call them because it's talk shite. Jason Cundy the other night was an absolute disgrace in what he said about Villarreal. But he said Villarreal were the disgrace. What were you expecting? 
Were you expecting Villarreal to go to Anfield, absolutely open up and get beat 3, 4, 5, maybe even 6 nil? Or, or are you wanting them to actually be very, very defensive and maybe carve out maybe a 1-1 or a 0-0 or something? You know, Villarreal actually defended very, very well. It was just the, the two goals that there was a, the sucker punch. But I thought what Jason Condy said the other night was, was ridiculous. Yeah, he's hiding, hiding here. Ridiculous, ridiculous. But, but then again, they they want uh, they want to rile fans up and get fans to ring in because if you agree with them, you're not going to ring in, are you? That's uh, yeah. that's the thing. Yeah. I want to mention I mean, one name before we, we we move on, and that is Diego Simone, the manager at Atletico Madrid. I mean, he's been there since 2011, which. I'm, I'm guessing is is a long time uh, at a Spanish uh, for a Spanish manager. He's yeah. won two La Ligas, two UEFA Europa Leagues, two UEFA Super Cups, Copa del Rey, and the Supercopa de España. He's not had a bad sort of eleven years there, has he? And how important has he been? I mean, I mean, it's a silly question, I suppose, when you read those out. But he's always been linked with a move away. And you know, every time there's a vacancy for one of the top six, it's all Diego Simone. But he kind of just he's he's got a job for life there if he wants it, hasn't he? Yeah, I think he has. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, it's like what you said. He could have left so many times, but I mean, look, look what he's done to that team. And I'm not being funny. You you just read it out, Chris. That's basically that's his CV. And everything yeah. there that that person is, is everything is on that CV. And this is yeah. what makes good managers is the CV. I mean, there's no point is, you know, a big team if, if, if the manager leaves and then brings them into somebody else, like somebody young, they go, all right, young, fresh, but we're predicting for the future. But you think, well, what's on his CV? Has he won anything? You know, mm-hmm. so it, that's, that's, that's what, um, that's what I say about um, when uh these teams get managers, you know, sort of thing. Um, I mean, to be honest with you, all right, going off the subject, no, lie to, back us. to the lie to get, us. Go on. Get, going, I mean, going <laughs> back to the going back to the English Premier League. I mean, when Man United got rid of um, Ollie and uh, uh, got in um, Ragnick. I, I mean, to be honest with you, I, I, I thought his CV is poor. I don't know why. I don't know why they've done it. I, to be honest with you, I mean, obviously, with it's like the likes of Man United. I think they're struggling with his tactics and his philosophy. I don't think they can um, play adapt to his um, how, how he wants to play. Yeah. And I don't think the players are responding to it, and they don't like it. Yeah. But I mean, Doug, you know, looking at Atletico Madrid were not a bad side before Diego no. Simone came on, and you know, that there was obviously they, they won things most seasons, but. Uh, I mean, before that, it was it was the UEFA Europa League and Super Cup under Kike uh, Sanchez Flores. Uh, before that, with Antic, they won La Liga once and the Copa del Rey uh, under Ivic. I mean, the, the most success they've had was Louis Aragonés, is it? And he, he he was back and forth like having an affair with the next door neighbour. <laughs> He's been there four <laughs> times, but he, he. I mean, you just can't. You cannot dismiss what. Diego Simone has done, and it'd be silly to leave, wouldn't he? Yeah, I suppose. I suppose in a way, you could probably say that. Uh, I th- yeah, no, Helen. I think um, 
I think his time may be coming to an end. Uh, it has it has gone a little bit sour at um, Athletic Madrid for uh, for Simeone. But look, Simeone is a fantastic manager. Um, obviously, everyone remembers his, his famous moment. You know, Beckham kicking out at him. You know, England Argentina nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, um, as well, but. Um, and obviously, God rest his soul, uh, Louis Aragones. Um, I think he passed away I think, a couple of years oh, ago. Right. I think it was. Um, so yeah, he was he was there for for, for four years. But I think Madrid have had some very very good teams over the over the over the years as well. And mm. yeah, I I think I think I thought Madrid will definitely be coming back um, uh, for sure. Look, they'll probably be in the Champions League next season. Um, and Maybe Cholo, as people like to call him, because I think I think that's his I think that's his Argentinian name, I think, if I seem to remember. Um I, I, don't I know, think it sounds good with a Scottish accent. Well Cholo Cholo <laughs> Cholo. Cholo. Um <laughs> I do think that Simeone might want a, a new charge. Look, Simeone is absolutely box office, isn't he? He mm. he rails the crowd to crowd up in at the Wanda Metropolitano. The fans absolutely love him. So they've got a really, really good manager there. Uh, as you say, I think he does have a job for life, but it does it has got a little bit sour recently. But I think the fans are just too loyal. The Athletico owners are, are too loyal to him as well. Yeah. And you know, they sell they sell most of their, their, their players usually um every season as well, and they just get superstars again. So Athletico yeah. Madrid are absolutely fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, that is amazing. Uh, we 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 basically we've done Europe. If it's Tuesday, it must be Spain, sort of thing. Uh, thank you so much. Hope you both enjoyed it. I loved it. Um, yeah, absolutely amazing, mate. Yeah, thank you. I've, learned, I've learned a lot. Um, you'll be back next week, Doug. Um, hopefully, absolutely. Uh, I'll be yeah, brilliant. Anthony, thank you very much for standing in, and you're most welcome back anytime. You know that now. You know, now you're no longer a lesser till I die virgin. Uh, <laughs> Anthony, again, details in the um, description below. But uh, how can people how can people find you if they want to find you? Yeah, you can find me on. <laughs> Thanks, for that, Chris. Uh, you <laughs> okay, can mate. find me. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at my name, Anthony Herbert. You can also find me on SBT TV, Football United TV, um, Dugout Daily, and also Leicester Till I Die on this channel as well. Indeed. Thank you very much. And Douglas, how you've done very well you've only done one bad joke so you, you're welcome back <laughs> <laughs> apart from on sunday night at the palladium where can people find you <laughs> sunday night at the palladium probably that uh yeah thank you very much for having me chris i have really enjoyed this and uh look forward to more of these um every monday um as well uh yeah youtube the dugger football channel uh twitter is there in order on the screen 1982 uh instagram is and facebook is douglas james Hall. brilliant Brilliant. Um, all I will say is um, thanks again Jake, for joining us. Uh, Doug, good luck to Liverpool in the Thank Champions you. League. I, I, yeah. Thank you. I, I think you're there. Uh, Anthony, oh, you're not in Europe. I can't wish you good luck, can I? No, you can't, Chris. <laughs> I, I feel left out. Maybe, maybe you can congratulate us if we finish, maybe, just maybe, on the top four. That, that's... Well, I would say congrat congratulations at going above, uh, or good luck at getting fourth above Tottenham. That's right. 
<laughs> no, you haven't done the um thing. You know, every time you go on a stream, you're the um Tottenham. To be honest with you, we're talking Europe. Tottenham aren't even in there. So oh, well, no, that's you know. fair enough. And don't, don't forget, I also have an Arsenal one. That's uh, pretty rough, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it would surprise me if you did. You've got a Man United one as well, haven't you? Oh, <laughs> that, thank uh, you. Thank you very, very much for stopping Manchester United from getting top four because uh, I'm just actually looking at the table. Mathematically, they cannot get top four now. No, oh, they can't. Yeah, yeah. I know they, they were three nil. They were three nil up in the eight, back the eightieth minute. I think they were. Mm -hmm. But so I don't know. Is it quite... then they can't make top four now. Can't make top four. Uh, even I think the, the the only way that they can get top four is if they win their next two games and they'll only have sixty four points. Arsenal are on sixty three. So yeah. regardless, Arsenal are not dropping many points from here yeah. now until the end. Of the that season. is such a shame, yeah. isn't it? You well, know, we've I got. Mean, I know we got Tottenham. We got Tottenham, Newcastle, and Everton yet to play this season. Everton's our last game of the season. Got Leeds um, on Sunday. Sunday, yeah. So I think we we can win that one, and then obviously, as you said, Manchester United won't be able to catch us up anyway. Yeah. So. Oh, like, oh, um, if there is a god out there, please, please, just let Man United finish seventh and end up in the Conference League. I really wish they would do that. <laughs> just, just one of those. Guys, thank you very much. I'll let you go. I'm going to turn into a pumpkin in a minute if I don't go. <laughs> Thanks so much for being on, and I'll catch Cheers. you all later. I'll see you, Doug. Have a nice one, mate. Chris. See you, Anthony. Cheers. Cheers. See you, Doug. Sammy. Um, uh, so thanks very much to Anthony and Doug. No, no, the European stuff, which is probably as well because I had no idea about Europe. Love the show. Oh, great format. I think I think we'll do it again. So nice, so nice. I'll do it, do it twice, as they say. A bit like New York, guys. I'm going to be back tomorrow night, nine o'clock, with the prediction show. There's 16 games to go through next week because next week, I think, is the week where everybody actually starts to catch up uh, with these uh, COVID games. So um, and some of us, Liverpool and Leicester, obviously, we've, got, we've actually got European games. But, you know, don't, don't mention it to Arsenal. As, as John Cleese once said, I mentioned it once, but I think I got away with it. Yeah, no, not twice, Anthony, just once. Okay. <laughs> Prediction show, get your get your uh, get your slippers and your cocoa out for tomorrow night. It's gonna be a long one. Thanks to everybody, and I've never heard that for many years. Uh, thank you very much to as I say the guys for joining me, to everybody who's been watching, uh Scott for modding in there, thank you very much, and everybody who listened on the podcast, thank you for that on your favorite podcast platform as well. I was See you tomorrow night at nine. Please remember to subscribe if you are watching on YouTube. Like the video and share it if you can do. See you tomorrow night. Take care, guys. Good night now. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
to begin. That's all, folks. Some people are on the pitch. They think it's all over. It is now. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.